Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Haley. And welcome to The The Cry Cry Club. Club. Hello, crybabies, and welcome back to another episode of, yes, you guessed it, The Cry Club. We are so excited because this week we have a very special guest. So special, in fact, because we share DNA. Uh, just kidding, but we really do. Um, This is my little sister, Paris Rose Prince, also known mm-hmm. as TikTok star, Instagram influencer, brand ambassador, and best baby sister. I just made up that intro. How did I do? That was amazing. And don't forget model. And model. And model. I think it was pretty good. I think that's the best intro I've ever had. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, Paris, usually we start off our episodes with what made us cry this week oh and also just so you know kind of what we're getting into we have a series of questions for Paris that are just like everything about her life as an influencer um what it's like to create content what it's like to be a teenager growing up with social media and what it's like to be so dang cool and kind at the same time so uh, without further ado, first we'll start talking about what made us cry this week. Um, Haley, do you want to go first? Um, no, you go first. Okay. Um, one thing that made me cry was today. Well, today is my first day on my new internship, and as I was drive, well, I went home for lunch, and then I I drove back, and then I sat in the car, and then I just listened to the greatest. Show. <laughs> The greatest showman. <laughs> really loud. I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> um, just because I like really needed uh, a moment to myself. And uh, I just started thinking. <laughs> and now instead of crying, I'm out of the giggles. But I started thinking about all of the like redemption stories that Hugh Jackman tells. So as I'm thinking about like him in The Greatest Showman, which gets so much like hate from people for literally no reason. I don't understand that. I like refuse to hate The Greatest Showman. So, you know, come at me. And then I think of him in Les Mis, you know, playing Jean Valjean. So then it's not, you know, it's it becomes not just Greatest Showman. It becomes everything Hugh Jackman stands for. So then I just got really emotional, you know. So that that, that was today. That is so precious, so yeah. sweet, and I imagine you'd be more emotionally vulnerable after your long bike ride <laughs> to work, like, like with the teeny electric, electric bike ride, okay? Electric. You got the electric bike? Yeah, I got the electric bike, but we're not telling dad, because I think, I think dad would be really concerned if he knew I was riding an electric bike. <laughs> <laughs> he might buy you a car. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe not. Okay. Haley or Paris? Who's up next? Haley. Um, I can, yeah, I can put mine in. Um, <clears throat> one of my cries this week was, wait, I just had it in my head. And then, I, oh, it was actually really cute, a cute couple moment because Jacob and I are perfect. Just kidding. Um, but I had to go drop him off at school one day and we decided to like make a date out of it. So we like swung by our favorite little coffee shop and got our drink and then like on the playlist, our like wedding song just started playing like the one that we danced to at our wedding and it made us both pretty emotional and it was like just a happy morning in general. So it was one of those things that you're just really grateful for because I don't feel like mornings like that just come, they don't come around too often, you know? So when they do, it just makes, it just is so sweet. It's sweet. <laughs> and you guys are going to celebrate an anniversary soon. So it's like even sweeter to imagine your, mm-hmm. your wedding song. Yeah, it was great. Okay, Paris, okay, Paris. all you. So I was actually um, on vacay this week, so I didn't have much room to cry um, I was just soaking up the rays, but I do have a very 
terrible attachment to my dog. It's like debilitating sometimes and it's very embarrassing to share with the world. But I did in fact cry one night when I couldn't fall asleep because I, whenever I can't fall asleep, I always go get my dog from his crate or from upstairs. And I was just like, wow, I can't do that right now. And so on cruises, you know, they make like, I don't know if it's on every cruise, but like Carnival Cruise, they make the little towel animals. And so I did in fact grab the towel monkey that was made and I did sleep. Well, it was, the head was detached from the body. So I I did sleep with the head of a towel animal and (laughs) cried into the towel. And that was about my dog and that was my cry of the week <laughs> lisa towels oh. absorbent yeah. <laughs> wait i think you should tell everyone all the nicknames that you have given mm. your dog first tell us his actual his actual name and then tell and us some all of them the are like inappropriate but phoenix and then we have like that's phoenix. his real name that's his real name phoenix, phoenix. is his real name okay. we have feeny we have phoenix we have fen pen peen P, pencil. Uh, where's one that me and Lana? Oh, penicillin. Oh. Um, Feeny. Did I say that one already? Yeah, you did. And... But you didn't say my favorite one, which is Feeny Weenie. Oh, Feeny Weenie, of course, <laughs> of course. And there's so many others, but that I think that's sometimes me and Lana will just send P, like a, the letter P when talking about him, and we know who we're talking about. Oh, cutie. So cute. Hey, I think that wraps up our cries. Does anyone else have anything they want to say about about their tears this week? No, I I think we're good. Only other than I feel like I should explain my very intimate relationship with Paris as well oh. because you already did. Um, so Tyler and Paris may be sisters, but the thing is, is that through Tyler, I have developed a love for Paris that she doesn't even know about. Oh. And (laughs) that one time when we drove to Arkansas to, like, stay with your family and stuff right after our freshman year of college, I just got really attached. And then Paris at your wedding had, like, beautiful makeup. And I remember being like, what foundation do you use? Even though, how old were you, Paris? Like, 12? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... Paris doesn't even know this, but I've been in love with her for forever. So it's so exciting that we get to do this little interview. Wow, that feels so like like a new woman now knowing this information. (laughs) That's true. I didn't remember there was one time where I texted you, Paris, and you didn't have my number saved, and I like called you a nickname even. I was like, hey Perry. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this. And you were like, sorry, who is this? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I thought we were on a level that we're not. Like, <laughs> That is so funny. It's okay. I just, I think it's a, it's a good lesson for me because the thing is, is that I feel like Tyler and I are close enough that I just automatically love and feel close to everyone that she loves and feels close to. And you know, sometimes you got to actually like talk to people before you think you're best friends. So I do, I do the exact same thing. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sweet. Let's get into the interview. I just wanted to ex- explain. That. Express. Okay. Express. Yeah. So I, so I guess the first thing that came to mind that I don't even have written as a question, but just maybe it would make sense is, uh, Paris, do you, could you tell us about like kind of how your entrepreneurial spirit came to be? Like, when did this start? When did you realize that you liked creating things for people? That type of thing. Okay. So I would say that the first time that I like the first time I remember being like, wow, I like making things and like giving them to people especially when they give me money is like when I started my slime business. Um, So I had like a really intense like slime making business where I spent like, I, I wouldn't say alone, but I like definitely spent like probably over $500 with like glue and 
like food dye and like the smells and whatever. And I made slime and probably made over a thousand dollars in profit in second grade, um, making slime and selling it at school so much so that the district actually made like a rule that you can't bring slime to school. Um, so I made an online business and then began to like sell it to people like throughout the state. Um, and I couldn't sell, sell internationally, but I had people like asking me to like send it internationally. So <laughs> then I'm like, this is really cool. Like people will pay you money for anything. So I started like making rainbow bracelets and, um, I made like all these cool, like I made flip flops, like out of like rubber bands and would sell like different rainbow loom bracelets anyway so I just was like I just like making things and I like making money off of it um and I guess the first time that like I noticed that like people were following me on social media was in like seventh or eighth grade and um I made this video about like it was like what do you look like going into the summer of eighth grade and it went viral and people started following me and I had someone reach out to me and was like, here, I'll pay you 30 bucks to like post this on your story. And I was like, no way. Like you will not pay me 30 bucks. I was like, oh, whatever, I'll try. And so I posted it and they sent me 30 bucks. And I was like, this is the best 30 bucks I have ever received in my life. It was on Venmo. And so I transferred it out. I was like, I want it instantly. So I got the fee, you know, so it was like 29.50. And it was pretty awesome. And since then, I've just been like, I continued to make money off social media and take the 30 bucks when I can get it. That is insane. So wait, so that started in second grade. So you were seven years old when you made your first business? Yes, I guess. What on earth? I can remember vividly the day that some man in Spain was trying to get a hold of her because he really wanted to buy her slime. And she had to like let him down and be like, hey, sorry, dude, I can't ship to Spain. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. So wow. Yeah, I feel already been, inspired. I know. She's always been really creative. Um. Okay, Paris. So you started, you realized you were kind of getting a following in the seventh and eighth grade. Um how has that grown into kind of what you do now? And what was it like to experience that kind of following at such a young age? Well, when I first started like seeing people following me, I was obsessed with checking like my feed because it was one, it was one or two specific videos that was, that were getting um, traction. And so I would constantly refresh because there was new content and comments and likes and follows like every minute that I would refresh it. And that seems like really overwhelming, but it was really interesting to look at. Um, and so after that kind of died down, I made another like few videos and they were, they did okay. But I was like, I don't know, I, I got all these followers and I wasn't really getting any traction. Um, and then I started like posting videos regularly and like taking it kind of, I wouldn't say serious, but serious about it, but like kind of seriously, like I would actually put effort and time into the videos. Um, and I noticed that I, I think I hit like 50,000 followers when I was like just going into like eighth grade. And then I hit like 100,000 followers kind of by the end of eighth grade. But when I first, like when people at school first started noticing, I would like get followers that I was getting followers. Um, everyone was kind of, I don't know, it was like, not making fun, but like, oh my, like, oh my gosh, the TikTok star is here. Like, she's TikTok famous. And so like, I would make videos at lunch and stuff with people and it was fun and lighthearted. But then eventually I started online school and I had time to like do it myself. And then it became like a brand deal type thing where I was making videos for different brands and like getting sent actual like money, money for different things because I had more followers and um, I had more people that were watching it. So it was actually like a business, I guess. Wait, so can I pause you right there? So when I was in the eighth grade, I had acne, braces, and glasses at the same time. Oh. So I don't know if you're, sorry, Copper's freaking out because he just got a bath. So you probably hear him shaking it out next to me, but. Um, I don't know about you, Haley, but 
like my eighth grade experience does not sound like Paris's eighth grade experience. So I guess I just would like to understand what it's like to grow up like in the limelight, I guess. I don't know. Do you have a better way to say that, Haley? No, I, I totally agree. My eighth grade self was like if anyone looked at me, especially if they were like a boy, if they would look at me for too long, that would be enough to send me into a tailspin. I'd probably go cry in the bathroom. Um, I had like, was wearing three different camis at all time, all various lengths, all the way over my butt. It just was not not the same. So I can't imagine having that kind of, yeah, attention at such a young age. Because I feel like middle school, generally speaking, is such a vulnerable age. Like I've taught that age, I've been that age, and like where did where did you find the confidence Paris to handle all of that attention at such a young age what was that like for you at first I really I still kind of feel like this sometimes when people at work like I see them following my TikTok and even teachers they'll like talk to me like oh I saw you on TikTok it makes me feel so uncomfortable I'm like no you did not even though I know that it's like out there and I don't post anything that I don't think like I wouldn't want my grandma to see but it's just like I feel almost like that's a that's a person that's like you not different but it's a different way I portray myself because you you mean everyone portrays themselves different on social media and so it was kind of awkward it was like okay this is cool and I want to like talk to people about it but I don't want anyone to find it so no one come across it and I'll block you if you find it like I would block if someone from my school found my TikTok at that time blocked immediately and I was like, this is not happening. You are not finding this. But then I realized that if I was going to make it a business and if I was going to make money off of it and if I actually was going to be like authentic with it, I mean, people were going to have to follow me that I see in real life. And so definitely was uncomfortable at first, but I definitely learned a lot of lessons with like making sure you're posting things that you're okay with everyone seeing because they're going to see it. And then you have to go to school after. So it's like... You have to make sure that like you're not embarrassed, but there are definitely times where I was embarrassed, but I got to, I got to see it through. And I did, I saw it through. Yeah, man, that's like a trial by fire. <laughs> if you don't have your confidence, you got to find it real quick because people are looking at you all the time. So what would you say is like the hardest thing about being an influencer currently like where you're at now also is that the right term would you call yourself an influencer or what would what would the title be that you would give yourself I guess it's like the brand the brand ambassador stuff is like influencing like influencing people to purchase subscribe whatever it is but I just I don't know like I create content for fun and I think it's I don't know I feel cringy being like I am an influencer. Like, I'm not Kim Kardashian. So it's like, but if you want to call me an influencer, I'll take it for sure. Okay, great. Well, influencer slash content creator, what what is the hardest thing about it? Um, I'd say the hardest thing about it is not knowing what content is going to hit and what is going to miss because say somebody pays me a thousand dollars to post a picture on Instagram and it gets a thousand less likes than my last posted. I feel automatically like embarrassed because I'm like, what did I do wrong? And these people are going to see it and not want me to promote what they did. And they're also going to think that they wasted their money on me. And then I also feel I just automatically when I like post something that's for someone else I just want I just want it to do so good and there's nothing that I can do about the engagement on things and so it's very 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 vulnerable to do that especially I don't know for me it feels very vulnerable because I care so much about making sure that it's people are getting their money's worth and that they think that I'm doing well and things like that and so that's something I have no control over and that really scares me sometimes. So how do you handle it when things don't go as planned? Like if you don't get as many likes as you wanted or like when there's negativity, like what do you do? Slash, do you ever get negative comments from people? 
spill the tea? Spill, ooh, the tea. Well, I would say what I do when I, when things don't really go as planned, like if I don't maybe get as many likes as I would like to on something that was like paid for, it's not like if something, if I just posted something for fun, then it's like whatever. But if it's something someone paid me for and I don't get the engagement I would like, I usually I just have to reassure myself that it's something I can't control. And that it also doesn't mean that I'm not doing a good job that I could post the same thing on a different day and it do completely different. Um, and so I just kind of have to talk to myself, be like, this is not a reflection on you or the way you did it. And you still look great and you still did a good job and they're still going to like you because what people really want is that you're putting a face to the brand. And so when people, whether or not like my bubble posts got a bunch of likes, I still go to work or I still get comments and people are like, does bubble really work? And so people ask me that all the time and it might not just be because of the post it's because they saw my face with the brand and so I have to remember that sometimes um and then and then, and then they like, see your sexy face and then and you're oh. like yes bubble did work check out my flawless skin bubble did work and then like do the smile with the bling on the thing I wish that happened in real life <laughs> the smile with the like the <laughs> ching <laughs> yeah that'd be sick but negative comments I guess I don't really I don't really get as many negative comments now as I used to. And even if I do, I, I just, I don't really care as much as I used to. Um, What's but, like the stupidest negative comment that you've gotten? <laughs> um, Stupidest? Probably that I look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> like I had, one time I had someone make 16 different accounts in one hour called Paris looks like Michael Jackson and make edits of my face morphing into Michael Jackson's face. Like, I'm dead serious that happened. Who had the time for that? Oh, my gosh. That is insane. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I'm wrestling copper so you couldn't hear me laughing. <laughs> I'm just shocked. <laughs> I had I was no like, idea about that. I would, like, block the account, and then two minutes later, new one with different spelling was like made. I was like, how many emails are they making to make all these different accounts? And I mean, I didn't see the resemblance, but I guess <laughs> um, you do not look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Thank you. I was looking for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It sounds like you had to have like, and probably currently still, even though you said hate's not as bad, like have to have like such thick skin, I feel like. I don't know. Like, I, I just, that seems like a very... I don't know like I feel like everyone at some point someone has said something to them where you're like oh that's that's rude that like hurt my feelings but it's like you've experienced that, that like on steroids almost that's just crazy yeah, like I'd say, I'd say when I the difference is that I would like go to school and those like similar things would be happening where people obviously are talking about it because it's interesting and we're also in middle school and people would talk about it and then then I would go like check my phone and then either those same people or new people, they were all fake accounts, you know, no one actually says stuff on the real account, would be also saying stuff. But it's even worse because they're really saying it to your face. And then it was it's like, OK, well, then everyone seems against me right now. Like the people I'm seeing are against me, but then the people on my phone are also against me. And so it's just kind of like learning to really hit the block button that's the biggest I know it sounds so cringy but seriously now I block like everyone like people could literally be like I don't like your hair I'm like blocked I don't care like <laughs> I don't I don't have time for the negative energy blocked like it doesn't have to be that big of a deal it's my page so if I want to block you you're not going to cause me anxiety on my phone I pay for it so with the money that I earned on this <laughs> account that you are mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was going to say that kind of ties into like just a really quick follow-up question. Like, can you describe your confidence journey a little bit? Like, do you feel like you've always been a confident person and that's what kind of inspired you to do social media or like enabled you to be so good at it? Or yeah, how did, how did your confidence get to where it is now? I think I've always been since I was a child I've always been very confident quote unquote like 
I, I like to be in front of people. I like to be talking to people. I like to dance. And even if I'm not good at it and I just still love doing it, like I didn't matter. It didn't matter what I looked like. I just wanted to, to be in front of people. And I think I, I'd say in middle school, junior high, I never really worried too much about what I looked like. Um, people probably would say different, but I, I just feel like I like, I like wearing makeup. I like long nails, but I didn't necessarily have problems with feeling like insecure about what I looked like, but more about how people perceived me and my personality. And so I'd still say that that's probably something that is the one thing I'm not as confident in because like, I think that when people get to know me, they usually think I'm pretty funny and that they, they like me, they think I'm nice. But I always worry that people don't see that before they see like what I look like before they actually see, because that's with everyone. They see what you look like before they talk to you. But I've always just felt not confident in the way people perceive me. And so I think that that would probably be what I'm like not confident in. But confidence physically, I've just always, I've tried not to um, engage with things that don't make me feel good, which seems really easy to say, but it's just, if I see something that makes me feel insecure, once again, I'm just like, okay, not interested. And I guess that's probably not like the best way to go about it. But with social media, I feel like we intake so much content that that's the best way to go about it. I mean, if you see something that's like, wow, that makes me feel terrible. It's like, why continue to follow her if she's like making you feel terrible about yourself? Just unfollow her. So I think just being being okay, being okay with the one body you've been given is something I've had to learn. And I still have days where I'm like, wow, I look disgusting, but I have to just remember that, I mean, I only got one body, so I might as well like it. Yeah. What was that? Was it like Emma Thompson? Have you guys seen that recently? Like Emma Thompson did an interview or something and she was talking about how like hard her marriage was with Kenneth Branagh. I've not heard about this. Okay, yeah. So her and Kenneth Branagh were married, right? And then he cheated on her. Right. And they got, like, divorced, and it was really messy, and her confidence was, like, horrible. And she, like, had this interview recently. This was another thing that I cried, where she said, like, the same thing that Paris just said, basically, where she's like, you get one body. Like, it's your home. Like, make it, you got to make it a good place to live in. This is your home in here. Like, I don't know. I thought it was so sweet. So... I think that that is such a good message. And also drawing boundaries is the perfect way to handle mental health, I think. So I think you've got to figure it out, Paris. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Next time I try to draw a boundary with someone instead of trying to be like, hey, um, you know, it's not appropriate. I don't think it's appropriate for you to talk to me this way. I'm just going to say blocked <laughs> <laughs> and walk away. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But maybe that's what I'll say in my head. That's funny. Okay, Paris, I have a couple of just like random questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, just like a little bit more lighthearted randomness. First, what is your current favorite movie? The Notebook. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your current favorite artist or who is? Mm, everyone's gonna cringe but Billie Eilish <laughs> unfortunately okay what's your favorite song by her <laughs> um that was such a hard decision but listen before I go what what'd you say listen before I go okay um who's your favorite current favorite person that you follow Mm, her name's Mada. I don't actually know how to pronounce it, but she has the cutest little boy, and his name's Rez, and he wears all these thrifted like clothes for toddlers, and he's so cutie pie, and I love following her because it makes me feel like I do not want to have kids, but it makes me feel excited to have kids if I ever wanted to have kids. <laughs> Wait, I think I've seen her. I think I saw like, did she, does she wear like a lot of like half gloves? like on her mm-hmm. hands and like maybe and stuff. she's like really she's like utah like cool utah vibes like colorado vibes like she's got okay. like the big oversized sweaters and beanies and like 
cute yeah. like flared pants and things like that okay i think i think i know who you're talking about she's cute okay you ready for your next rapid fire mm-hmm. okay what do you like to collect mm, uh, uh, uh. um i like to collect movie tickets from movies me and landon have seen we've seen so many movies movie tickets i thought you were gonna say your um gemstones oh yeah well i i collect like i collect everything like i have a big huge tupperware box of things i've collected and it's just like so many things that i can't even explain it's just like things that have sentimental value i will literally just take home and keep for forever oh you sound a little bit like your namesake babe okay um i actually what'd you say did you not hear what I said? No. I just said you sound a little bit like your namesake. Oh, well, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, Grandma Grandma Rose's collecting uh <laughs> collecting habits have rubbed off. Um Paris cleans pretty frequently. You wouldn't know it, but she cleans it a lot. <laughs> you can't tell, <laughs> but she does. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead, Haley. Well, okay. Well, I was just going to say we keep on talking about Landon but we haven't I don't feel like no we yeah I don't we haven't talked about Landon yet so is that a place we can go Paris can I ask a little bit about Landon like how you guys met how long you've been together that kind of thing yes go ahead okay so Landon is Paris's boyfriend right Mm-hmm. so yeah how how did you guys meet Okay, so unfortunately, if you asked his parents, I don't think they know this exact story, um, but I don't know if they'll be listening, so it's okay. But we met at a Halloween party in 2020, yeah, 2020. Um, my my ex-boyfriend dropped me off because he did not want to go, and I was kind of just hanging out with my friend Blair, and then... I like looked over and there's this guy in a unicorn onesie and he was like so tall. I'd never seen someone so tall in my life. I'm and sorry, so I walked. He was wearing what? Did you a just unicorn? A unicorn onesie. It was a Halloween oh. party. Okay. I-, I thought you said a uniform onesie and I was like trying oh. to imagine like a Navy SEAL <laughs> uniform, but in onesie version. So I was confused. Okay. He was wearing a unicorn onesie. Continue. Yes. And so I just walked over and I said, five things to him and they were all the same thing and then I walked away and I said you are very tall you're you're really tall you're so tall and you're like so tall and then I walked away seriously I said nothing else (laughs) and then I woke up the next day and I had a dm from him he was already following me and I had a dm from him and it said follow me back or like add me on snapchat or something and then then I added on the Snapchat and we started talking. Okay, so how soon after you guys started talking did you start like dating? Well, hate to admit it, but him and I both went back to our exes uh for like two months and then we so like we talked for a while and then we were like, okay, we live so far apart, like 45 minutes isn't that far, but we were like, okay, this isn't gonna work. And we started like talking to our exes again. And then he broke up with his girlfriend and I had been broken up with, well, and he DM'd me again and he was like, Hey, do you wanna go to prom? I was like, Go to prom? Like I have not talked to you in like two months. Why why would I go to prom with you? And Prairie Grove, or I probably I shouldn't say, but like I'm not gonna go to your prom, like this is weird. And then he was like, No, seriously, like here's the flyer. I bought us tickets, like come to prom you we can wear whatever color you want and so I was like didn't think he was serious but he was serious and we went to prom and at this point guys at this point he didn't like have a date right it was like he had broken up with his girlfriend he didn't have a date you had broken up with your boyfriend and so he was like come be my date to this thing it wasn't like he was asking you to be his girlfriend at this point no no no. he just was like come to prom like I did this so I guess prom was like our first date um, and then we went to prom. I really liked him. And then we went to Top Golf, and for our like second date, I guess our first date really. And then we started dating in May, May eighth, and prom was April sixteenth or twenty fourth. And so it was really close after that. 
that we started dating and then we've been together ever since oh so sweet do you want to know what one of my first dates was (laughs) eating pistachio ice cream and then watching him play video games with his friends anyway my point is that sounds like a really beautiful fun fancy first date wait that was your first date with nate no it just was a first date that i've been on Mm. (laughs) wait what was your first date with nate um, my first date with Nate was we went up to Bountiful and snuck onto a golf course and played night golf. And then we watched a movie. How rebellious for Tyler. No, also we played non-alcoholic beer pong. So it was it got really crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Nate Allen bringing out your wild side. I know. Censor that out of the pod. <laughs> Although we did cuddle on our first date, which was like a very big deal for me. So I, remember I don't know. That. that was a little bit crazy. Yeah. Really getting wild in college. Yeah. Cuddling. So crazy. <laughs> was it under the blanket cuddling or over the blanket cuddling? <laughs> and by blanket, you literally mean a blanket? Yes. I mean... We're yes under a blanket. Oh my goodness. I would not share that with the public. oh my gosh okay so paris tell us the secret to having a healthy relationship as a teenager in high school this is gonna sound a little one-sided and i didn't ask him to and but landon like does not follow any girls on social media and i did not ask him to do so but it certainly does make my teenage self feel good because we all get insecure And I certainly, that certainly helped when we first started dating with me feeling like, oh, he really likes me because boys will like follow hundreds and hundreds of like bikini models. And you're like, why do you like me if you like this too? So that definitely helped at first, but we seriously, like, I know they say communication is key, but we talk about everything. Like if I, if one thing annoys me, like the way he ordered a slushie, I'll like tell him and he'll be like oh okay totally makes sense why that would upset you um won't do it next time and then he'll be like hey I hated that you did this or this this and this or like I wish that you would have spent more time with me on this this and this and I'll be like oh okay makes sense and then we just do it differently next time and then if we don't do it differently next time then we're like hey I said that earlier and then he doesn't do it differently and we just talk about it like we just talk about everything and We've never had a fight over text. So I think that's a big deal too, because I know so many teenagers who were like fighting with their boyfriends, like click clacking on their phone, being like, oh my gosh, he just said this. Look, I'm screenshotting it and sending it to you. And I'm just like, you need to call each other. So we always fight in person. (laughs) And we fight a lot, but that's okay. That's good advice. What would you say, what would Landon say is the most annoying thing about you? If we were to like ask him. What's the most annoying thing that Paris does or most annoying thing about Paris? What would he say? I throw trash on his car floor all the time. And I eat my fast food right when it gets put in my hands. So, like, he used to have a really, like, his car we used to kind of not treat great because it was really old and, like, he didn't care about it. And he set the example that it's fine to throw trash on the floor of his old car. And so now he has a new car. And I'm like, okay, take my straw, throw the trash on the floor. And he really does not like that. But I can't stop it. Well, I was I was going to say, like, what happens if, like, during these conversations, one of you is like, oh, I don't like how you did that. Like, what happens if the other person feels like it's an unfair accusation? Like, how does the conversation go from there? Or how do you handle that? Usually, like, Landon is pretty, he's pretty, he really doesn't, like, love conflict. And so we're working on that, but like, being like, oh, it's okay to have conflict. But usually he is the one that's like, even if it's something really small and I say it, he will be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I don't even know if it always makes sense to him, but he still actually like makes it seem like it makes sense. But I'm probably the only one that's like, he'll say something like, I don't think that that really makes any sense or like that shouldn't have made you mad and things like that. But I always try to see things maybe from like his perspective and from his like the way he's been raised or the way he takes things or 
just from because people are so people in relationships are so different people in oh okay hold on let me try this again people are so different and when they come together to try to like create a relationship that meshes two completely different brains together it's it's never gonna like be one way when you have conflict and so trying to really feel like empathy for someone and the way they might be perceiving the way you're I guess coming at them is important because if we don't have empathy for like the other person then it's never gonna like it's always gonna be like attacking and it's not gonna be like really feeling for the other person like we're coming at someone and attacking the way they did something it's so different than like feeling empathy for maybe the way they did it or like why they did it that's honestly such good advice like even like marriage wise I literally know you're in high school but you've unlocked the secrets to marriage (laughs) (laughs) for any of our married listeners and for myself who was married um can I I know Tyler got a rapid fire round can I do a quick rapid fire round to finish up yes I'll try to not talk so much because I feel like I'm talking so much no you're talking the literal perfect amount Paris you're perfect oh slay oh my gosh wow you really do like me (laughs) okay um what is your life motto like in one sentence if you came up with like a catchphrase or a motto for yourself I don't know if this is like life motto but something I say all the time is that sometimes the only way out is through deep okay um are you currently manifesting anything in your life and if you are what I'm manifesting um I'd say like feeling mm, what's the word like trusting my intuition I've been thinking a lot about just like okay I'm where I'm supposed to be right now and I need to worry about where I am and not where I'm gonna be that's amazing um okay next one do you ever get burned out and what do you do to recharge yes I get burned out like once I talk to people for more than 15 minutes um and I I like to lay in my bed and scroll on TikTok which sounds like it would probably make you more burned out but I do that and I do it for way too long and then I completely like shave my whole body exfoliate do a hair mask do a face mask dye my eyebrows and then lay in bed like completely greased up and go to bed at like 8 30. Ooh, I love feeling greasy that's a good one <laughs> um okay be honest how many old men ask you to be their sugar baby like weekly or how many have asked you I so so many so many um <laughs> wait like, really I Yes, I mean, I never really, like, answer the DMs, but, like, I definitely currently have over, it's, like, 15, 16, like, DM requests that are, like, hello, looking to be a sugar baby. Please let me know if $2,000 a week would be good enough. Yeah, it's, like, like yeah, like, $2,000 a week. Let's up it a couple of hours. But, <laughs> okay, well, I was like, gonna... I would consider it, except 2000 is just too low. 2000 a day? Like I was, I was gonna say, if someone sent me that, I might have a really hard time saying no. <laughs> Especially when the when they're like, I'm not looking for anything like inappropriate. Like I'm not looking for anything like that. I just want a companion and someone who will just like talk to me throughout the day. I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> I can easily talk to you throughout the day for two days. That is so creepy. I didn't realize people really sent me stuff like that. That's so disgusting. I never respond though. I know how Tyler's like that's disgusting and I'm like do it (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) like lucrative (laughs) so lucrative um okay you can only pick one Twilight or High School Musical I've never seen Twilight what I know she's Mm -hmm. my sister she's my sister which means she's never seen Twilight (laughs) but let's say Vampire Diaries and High School Musical I'm going Vampire Diaries Okay, why have you never seen Twilight? Because I I think mom said it was too inappropriate, and then I just, like, never watched it. But then mom also said, like, all those other shows were inappropriate, but then I'd, like, download, like, a new profile on Netflix and be like, oh, I'm gonna watch it. So, like, Spongebob and things like that. But for some reason, Twilight, I was like, okay, draw the line here. I'm not gonna watch it. I think it's because That's of so when cool. it came out. Because when it came out, I was in, what grade? Maybe sixth? 
Yeah, something like so that. So you have to remember Paris then. She's eight years younger than me. So I'm 12. Paris is four, right? So then like by the time she would have been like old enough to watch it, I feel like it had like kind of passed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But people still talk about and like make like TikTok edits of like the sexy vampire guy on like TikTok. And I'm like, oh, he's hot. But I've like yeah, never see, actually like, watched it. not even know his name. She like totally missed this. I that is so funny. Is that yeah. common? For like your age of people, to never seen Twilight. I mean, yeah. probably not. I think I feel like so many people I know talk about Twilight, but then okay. like, there's also some that I don't think I've ever seen. I don't know. I feel like it's just where your age falls. But also, lots of my friends are a few years older than me, and I feel like I missed that just like a few years. That is so funny. I mean, my parents also thought it was inappropriate, but they couldn't stop us. So, like, I remember my mom literally ripped pages out of the books or, like, blacked them out with Sharpie if there was, like, a scene that she thought was too steamy. Maybe we should do a whole episode on things that my parents told me were inappropriate that aren't. For example, the song Life is a Highway from Cars. I want to ride it all night long. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? No. Or one time I remember I was, like, singing the song, like, talking to the moon by bruno mars i was like yeah in middle school or whenever that song came out we were camping and i was just like seeing that song and my dad was like you cannot sing that song that is so inappropriate like and he's like the moon nighttime (laughs) (laughs) things that happen at nighttime okay wait okay so sexual things oh my gosh oh my gosh okay wait what about my mom um was convinced that Rugrats was basically the spawn of Satan. Like Rugrats was going to turn me into a devil. Like if I watched okay. that. We have to actually do an episode on things that we thought were inappropriate as a kid. <laughs> Seriously, that would be so good. Uh, okay, really quick. Really quick. Really quick, last question. You've been invited to like your first Oscar red carpet event, whatever it is. It's a big deal. Um, Would you rather have the perfect outfit, like your ideal dress, everything is exactly as you want it, but your makeup is trash or your makeup is amazing. Like it's never looked better. Your skin's glowing, but your outfit is atrocious. Like it's so bad. Oh, totally. The outfit being atrocious. Makeup is so important to me when it like when I'm doing it to look good because like for my wedding I'm doing my own makeup because no one is going to do it the way I can do it and I feel like even if the outfit looks horrible like the the headline would be like looks amazing in trash bag you know what I mean like (laughs) you still look so you still look so good you could literally be wearing a cardboard box and like you still look hot. I feel like that's the serve. But if you like look like, oh, her body looks good in that like dress, but oh my gosh, her face looks like, Ugh, then I feel like that's totally different. You know what I mean? That's actually such a good point and way easier to answer than I thought it would be. Okay. Well, that's that's all I have for my questions. Ty, do you have any rapid fire questions? Um, I don't think so. I just think Paris, if you could leave us with advice you wish you could go back and give yourself advice you would have liked to tell a younger version of yourself that you hope um younger listeners younger listeners all of our (laughs) one younger listener which is you um, we know we know what it's like to be influencers paris you are not alone (laughs) we totally know from all of our like 24 people that listen weekly it's hard okay it gets it's it's rough out there (laughs) oh my gosh okay yeah but no seriously like what advice would you looking back would you give yourself um it's not that deep there are times where I've thought things were like so deep like the Michael Jackson thing or like comments I've gotten where it's like, wow, you have a dimple in your chin. And I'm like, dang it, I do. I have a dimple. It's like, <laughs> no, seriously, not that deep. Like if you want to pay to get it filled, like do that, but still not that deep because it's fixable. Or I just feel like 
that applies to like school work embarrassing yourself relationships everything is just seriously not that deep and that's what I would tell my 10 year old self or whatever you said that's what I would tell my younger self is that it ain't that deep okay I I love your dimples so please don't ever get it filled but otherwise I like that advice that it's not that deep and most things are fixable um, except for your dimple, because your dimple's perfect. Don't ever change it. Oh, I know. I'm just saying as an example. <laughs> I know, but I'm just, I'm just reminding you again. I, your dimple, your chin dimple is perfect. That's it. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, Paris. Anything else you want to say? Do you want to tell people where to follow you? What your handles are? Is that what they're called? Handles. <laughs> oh yeah, I should probably give you guys a shout out since like, or can you guys give me the shout out because you're the. Yeah, we'll <laughs> give you the shout out. So. All of our Instagram followers can go follow us. We'll send them your way, girl. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, it's like, um, it's like my story about refreshing my feed and having all those followers. That's what it's about to be like when you let this, when you let this rip. Okay. I'm kidding. Like maybe uh, even double digits. Of- oh my goodness. It's Paris Rose Prince on Instagram and the same on tiktok except for if you want to follow my second page it's paris prince with two e's mic drop boom i'm i've dropped the mic twice because i did it earlier but now i'm like finally dropping the mic amazing thank you paris thanks for coming on here um i just took a screenshot so that tomorrow we can post for all of our our little baby followers this lovely moment that three of us were together and I appreciate you coming on and sharing your time with us. We'll be sure to Venmo you um, $30 afterwards since that is your baseline is a uh, $30 for your time. If you do, unfortunately, it'll be twenty nine fifty. What? Unfortunately, n- never mind. I'm going to let you go at 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I love you. Uh, you can like and subscribe and leave us a nice comments um, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we hope that you keep living, laughing, and crying. Yeah, but nice comments only because we're going to block anyone from <laughs> now on <laughs> who doesn't give us five-star reviews. Or who okay. doesn't ask us to be their sugar babies. Just oh. <laughs> But we are we are open to work possibilities that rhyme with schmugger babies <laughs> Haley is like so down for this now <laughs> okay but we actually do you remember ty we actually did get a dm about that oh yeah we did that one time huh yeah so we we've still got it we got it that one time on. you didn't have to say that one time we could have let people think it was more <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm ending this episode we love you all okay. see you in two weeks bye